This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. I'm Michelle Barber, and you're listening to Stand Up Straight, where we aim to provide a vehicle for the allied supporters to stand up for our GLBTI community, to encourage and create greater inclusion, share stories, give advice, create dialogue, or introduce a new way of thinking, but most importantly, to facilitate change towards greater acceptance of our rainbow family in all its shapes and sizes. I don't do New Year's resolutions, but I'm going to one day get that right and read it uh, and not read it. (laughs) Thanks uh, to Chris Cam and to Tristan and uh, for providing a great afternoon's music and a giggle as they always do. And to Milan for the news. So uh, 2016, uh, it's a new year. Uh, Stand Up Straight is going to take a, uh, still bring you the same types of stories and interesting guests and fascinating, fascinating guests and maybe a few tears and other bits and pieces along the way. But we're also going to try and uh, focus on some other people that are at Joy and some programs that uh, are on air at Joy and um, try and bring a little bit of a, a broader. Uh, cross-section of people uh, to the airwaves here. So uh, two of the people that you're going to be hearing tonight are uh, currently on air and assist other shows or are on lots and lots of shows. Uh, tonight I'm joined by Clayton. Good evening. Oh, very nice. And uh, Big Bear Mark. Good evening. Good evening. And now... Uh, we oh, we'll talk about uh, our, in fact so what we're talking about tonight we're going to talk about it's kind of that summer feel people are on holidays they're taking vacations and we're going to kind of talk about travel in a sense um, but Mark you do a couple of things here at Joy don't you just a oh few just things, just a, a couple shows. of things a few shows yeah. I obviously am a co-host of Brekkie Bears mm-hmm. on a Monday morning from six thirty to nine a.m. early early yes <laughs> very early on a Monday morning with mm-hmm. uh, the wonderful Luke the Wonder Cup. 
And on Thursday nights, about an hour after you leave the airways, I come on with my slother bears. Which is the cor- is that a correct term? That is, is the correct. Uh, what's the plural? What's the um, group? Everyone's looking. At, everyone's you're looking at me because I'm a teacher. Clayton. You're a teacher. Clayton. Clayton. You're our go-to. Yeah. Collective. It's a collective, collective noun. A collective noun. Yes. That's Thank true. you very much. It's the correct collective noun for a group of bears. Is a sloth. Well, there you go. So, which are how many? Are four. You're We've got four? four presenters at the moment. We've got uh, Bear Curious Dean. <laughs> Uh, who's been bear curious for over a year now, by the way. <laughs> Just so, so He's still here, but he's still bear curious. We've got uh, James and we've got uh, Cub Reporter. or uh, Cub, uh, we, I don't know whether he's still the Cub Reporter or if he's, sorry, the work experience boy, or he's moved up to Cub Reporter now. But we've he's got, we've got Robbie as well, who's just joined us uh, recently as well. It's, a, it is, it's really yeah. nice to have a team, I think, isn't it, Clayton? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. We've got a, a nice little team as well. We have. We have Stephanie's... Um, MIA today. Yeah. She's um, oh, she had to work or something. I don't Did know. she? Excuses, mm. I know. So. But just quickly on the mm. team thing, just um, it's been two years since uh, the Woods have been on air. We, it's happy birthday! Happy, thank you. It's our birthday today episode today. Yay. Two years on air, which is kind of um, special. Which it's is good. huge. Two years to be on air, coming up with new and original ideas, and it's a commitment, you know. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, I wouldn't say every week's been new and original, <laughs> but no, it's, it's been it's been uh, it's been an amazing journey. And um, anyone who is thinking about getting into radio, I would highly recommend it. And it's uh, come along to Joy and do a course and. Get, get your story told. Absolutely, and there's yeah. there's a multitude of stories, and I'm I'm quite sure pockets of the community that um, need representation and need a voice. Mm. So it's really important to hear everyone. But congratulations, because two years is a long time to be doing anything in this day and age, and to be doing it well. And you've got a great following. It's a really fun. Sh- there's sometimes I've heard things on your show that I don't know if well, I should have heard. You've learned a few things from us. I have. <laughs> we did do a, we did uh, yourself and Luke came and we learned a lot about the bear community. It was yeah. fascinating. Yeah. And of course, you are the uh, official uh, <laughs> uh, the Mama Bear. Mama Bear, right? that's right. Yeah. Mama Bear. And um, Clayton, you guest and uh, what you, you panel as well for for us here, I as do. well as co-hosting and sharing the desk here mm-hmm. at Stand Up Straight. But you also do. Um, I, show too, I do sci fi and squeam as a fairly regular. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm supposed to be the TV expert. That's uh, my. Yeah. You're supposed to be? You mean you're, uh, not, you're not confident that you well, are? Well, no, right? but my segment's called Claytox on the Box. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I have an intro and everything. So. <gasps> Ooh, you've never made Ooh. me an intro. Oh, judgy. <laughs> no. We will work on that. No, 2016. Sure. I don't do New Year's resolutions, but to, mm-hmm. as I said, I'm going to try and memorise my intro. I'm always scared I'm going to mess it up. That's actually why I don't do it. So we're going to take a break shortly. But um, did any of you, in keeping in with our travel theme, did mm. you go away or have you gone away? Going to go away? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not going away this holidays because I'm going away in April to see my new niece or nephew, and I think it's a nephew. So, oh, oh, and where would that be? That's in Japan. My brother oh, and exciting. his wife are in Japan. Yes. So I'm taking my Japanese partner, who can <gasps> translate for me. And, um, That's handy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, built-in travel guide. It's great. <laughs> uh, and I think my mum's coming too. So. Oh, how beautiful. Yeah. The, uh, Do you family. think that at, at this time of year, it's kind of nice to be in Melbourne. The weather's good, even though it's horrendously hot sometimes. But just that, take a step back. It's You, you can have your sleep-ins. You potter around. A lot of people are off. There's lots of, you know, post-Christmas things. You've got New Year's. Do you think it's a nice time to be around in Melbourne? Oh, it's always a nice 
nice time to be around in Melbourne, yeah, that's though. That's true. I love Melbourne, and it's. Uh, but the weather here, like I moved down from. I spent seven years in Brisbane, and between December and March, it's disgusting oh, yeah. up there. It's humid, and look, I and love busy. Brisbane for what it is, but oh, summer was not a. The, th- the three quarters of the year that wasn't summer was That's amazing, <laughs> but Christmas was not, or it was not grey up there. Uh, this is actually my favourite time of year to travel overseas because it's much colder everywhere else. I hate that. Yeah. Yes, so, um, <laughs> so this is actually when I travel the most, um, and also it's the longest break for teachers. So, it is for you. But just, yeah. yeah, this year I'm saving it up to April. Yeah. So. Oh, that'll be exciting. You'll have to, maybe you have to do a phone, Clayton. When oh, maybe you're over there. Yeah. yeah. So, um, guys out there, if you've had a fabulous uh, travel story you want to share, or a mishap, or a horrendous story, or your favourite country, your worst country, send us a message on oh four two seven joy nine four nine, or you can send us an email on air at joy.org.au we're uh, going to come back in a minute we've got our top 10 places around top 20 gay destinations around the world we'd like to know whether you agree or disagree and we've got top five worst countries to go to boom, boom, boom. Mm. and uh and some more chatting about uh, where we've all been on our holidays and what we like uh we'll come back after this song that may or may not be travel related clayton i think <laughs> maybe <laughs> you're on joy joy 94.9 i don't know where my baby is but i'll find him somewhere somehow Looking for my baby
Hi, my name is Bella, and you're listening to Stand Up Straight with Michelle on Joy 94.9. You are listening to Stand Up Straight. We have Clayton and Mark, Big B, Mark, Mark Haddon, uh, and we're talking tonight about travelling and whether, in fact, when you're talking about travelling, is looking at your destination, do you have in mind whether it's a GLBTI-inclusive country? Does it cross your mind at all? Do you go to a, uh, a, a destination because there's a particular event on? How does that determine where you go and what you do? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. Well, uh, the big thing for me is if I travel, um, you usually travel for a reason. I mean, sometimes you just go to have a holiday. But mm-hmm. for being a bear, um, a lot of the time bears travel is to go to bear events. Mm-hmm. And there's some big bear events around the world. I mean, uh now I can always I always get it wrong. Uh, stitches in Spain. Stitch, yes, yeah, stitches. <laughs> we, none of us know how to say it. Sorry, so went out there that knows. Was how it's spelled? S I T G E S. It's a huge bear event uh, they have every year that uh, thousands of people go wow. to. Uh, Provincetown, they have Bear Week in Provincetown. In Which is where? Uh, it's in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. It's on uh, Cape Cod. Mm. Uh, in And I've been to Provincetown, not in Bear Week, unfortunately. I went in winter. But see, even though I was in America and we went to Boston, we hired a car and we drove to Provincetown just to go there because it's a gay town that, mm-hmm. so that's why i wonder is this so do you seek out certain places at your destination or when you're there or or you, in your case markets that's your motivation for going well we thought we wanted to go to boston anyway but um it was that was one of the motivations for going to boston was well we can nip around to provincetown and have a look mm. and we stayed a couple of days in provincetown and even in winter it was really gay and it was a, a, a great thing to do and we got to drive around uh cape cod and we went and saw uh the what's that stone that they have um <laughs> oh, <laughs> each other it's like where the first settlers set put foot on plymouth oh, rock plymouth, plymouth rock, rock yeah so yeah. you get to see plymouth rock which oh. is really a tiny little rock and uh, it's like they talk it up yeah it? but it's like there are certain events around the world i went to the very last international uh, bear event that they had in san francisco uh i can't remember what it's called now ibc i think it was the international bear convergence uh, i'm afraid you're not actually going to get it helping this oh year. sorry <laughs> so but it was like that was a couple of years ago but and it wasn't but I timed my travel to coincide with that. Mm. I was actually going to see my partner in the US. But if, you, if you're um, thinking about a holiday, is it always an ingredient in where you're searching, when you're searching, when you're wanting to go away? It's actually really much a secondary thing for me. Mm. It's if When I'm in a country, I'll often check out the gay scene or, or gay elements to it. But for me, it's not travel's not about that. Mm. But sometimes I do travel, and that's a really big part of it. Like when I go, I love Thailand, and there's a great gay scene in Thailand. Mm. So, um, But I do have a rule that I don't travel to any countries where homosexuality is illegal. Yeah, well... yeah. I would have to agree with that. Can I? Uh, might sound like an obvious answer, but what are you, both of your reasons for not wanting? Comes to go? down to for me, it's mostly about if that country is not willing to make my 
who I am legal, mm. then I, I don't want to give them my money. So is it a safety thing, though? It is a safety thing safety? as well for me, yeah. They can come into it as well, but um, yeah. But that's not your... Pro- that's not what, for me, so no. It's a fiscal... Fiscal thing, yeah. yeah. I just think they don't deserve my money if mm. they're not going to make my, me legal. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like I'm, I've lived my life so open and out mm. that I don't want to go back into the closet for any reason. Yeah, and it's very valid. I well. don't want to go to these countries which I will feel, you know, persecuted, you know. I mean, even I, I'd love to go to Russia, but now yeah, I'm even was, feeling that yeah. Russia, like I'd love to go to St. Petersburg. Mm, mm. Um, that was always on my list of places to go to. Mm. But now it's like, oh, shit, would, would I? You? Singapore. Oh. I'd, like, I'd love to go to Singapore, but... But you won't. But I won't, yeah. Uh, you were going to say something else, well, but just on that, I will just add, I recently did a talk on this, and still, I think it's about 34% of countries, homosexuality is still criminalised. So yeah. that's a pretty mm. big chunk of countries. And I believe there's still eight countries which the death sentence still take place. Yeah. Which is, I mean, even eight is too much. Mm. You know. Well, your top five countries, Iran, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, Mauritania and Nigeria. So, you know, mm. it, the, the, the sad thing for me in a sense is there's, an, there's parts of the world that I would never set foot in and... I, I, I actually agree with your point, Clayton, about them. It's like they don't deserve my money. I couldn't, I couldn't possibly give them anything if they can't accept me and, and my, my community and so on. Um, but it's, you've got to look at the danger side of things. I, I would think you've got to look at your safety, all of those elements. But would you, I suppose, have you ever considered if it's a country that you really want to go to that you would suppress or hide your sexuality because you really wanted to experience that country? I haven't yet. Do you I think you'd consider either. it? It would have to be something pretty special. Mm. It has to be a really good reason. And, yeah. yeah, I can't think of one at the moment. So. Yeah. It's, and I just, I just want, because it, it, it's, it's the ultimate sacrifice, I would think, is that you're having to sacrifice yourself just for the sake of, you know, experiencing another culture or another, you know, other traditions and that kind of thing. But, yeah, I don't know. I, it's, um, I wonder if anyone out there has gone to or made a decision that you would not be yourself because you wanted to experience that other culture. Send us an email, I uh, you could send us a message on 0427 Joy 9 for 9 or an email on air at joy.org.au. So, so um, you've been to a lot of bear events, Mark. Would you... Do, One or two. Just a couple. Just a couple. But would you... Is that the only events that you'd go to? Or would you, have you been to Pride March? Or either have you been to Pride Marches in any other countries? Oh, yeah, definitely. I've been to uh, Pride Marches in a few places. Mm. Uh, the best one ever, I think, was um, I went to London Pride way, way back back oh i can't even remember the year a but little while. yeah it was a <laughs> long time ago but it's like you know and i went to clapham common where they were holding the big event and i was right up the front of the near the stage mm. and because i got there early and there was one moment where the first performer came on and i think it was julian clary or someone like that and they went look at the crowd and I hadn't even thought about because I was chatting with the people around me Mm. I hadn't realised that while I was doing that the masses of people that had formed behind me and I looked around and I was stunned tell me what in your gut or your heart at that moment do you remember what you felt? I felt pride it was like it was pride it was like look at our community and look at who we are and where we where we are 
Mm. And it was a sense of pride. Mm. It definitely was. It was a, one of the best moments in my life. Really? Well, I was young, girl that yeah, I am now. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I was travelling on my own and I was sort of with some people I didn't really know that well. But it was just a great day, you know, and, you know, there was... Kylie Minogue on stage and all these people. <laughs> it was like it was a brilliant time, but um, that was many years ago. And have you you been to Pride? No, I haven't been to any uh, sort of gay festivals overseas. The one that probably is the only one on my wish list would be Folsom Street. I'd love to check that out because I'm sexual stuff is you know Expl- what what is well Folsom yeah Folsom Street is it basically started off as um, it's a leather fair. Um, so leather stalls, stuff like that. It expanded. It's quite sexually explicit now. Mm-hmm. Um, US obviously has very different laws about uh, public displays of nudity and that mm. than we do in Australia, and they can get a lot away with a lot more over there, surprisingly. And Folsom Street is quite um, sexually explicit and advanced. Mm-hmm. Is it- it's kind of like the seventies in one place, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's very. Um, uh, cruising by what's uh, Al Pacino, you know. Oh, oh the movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is it, um, I don't mean specifically, but is it the sense of freedom? Is it um, like going to Pride, there's a, an essence of total and 100% acceptance. So in an event like that at Folsom, is it, also, is it a sense of total and utter freedom? Would that be why? I think I just want to experience that sexual revolution in its own way to be that free and Mm. open with sexuality. So Mm. I do a lot of stuff around sexuality in terms of sexual health education Mm. with adults and kids and stuff. So I just want to – it's a different sort of experience for me. Well, it's an education. Absolutely. uh, You know, Mm. as well. And um, as we get older, is it that we want to experience the things that we – haven't been able to in our youth and it's a you know broadening our horizons and mm. not becoming stale or staid i suppose I don't yeah know. and they've actually got one in berlin now as well oh, so do they? the original is in uh, san francisco of course um but there is one in berlin that's held every year as well the berlin one i believe is quite interesting berlin would be very mm. interesting i've recently been to berlin but we might save that story for till after the, we will the next and break. Uh, berlin is 16 oh. of the 16th on the top 20. I wonder, list. is that does it, is there a year on that list? Uh, yes. Is it? I won't say twi- uh, uh, 1950, but no, um, uh, 2013 is the I list. I think it's going to be higher on more recent I lists. I would have thought so. I, I think it's changed a well, bit. Well, see, I would have put that higher on so my list I. anyway. Mm. Okay, yeah. We um, might put that yeah, out there. Yeah. Who thinks the num- Who thinks they know what the uh, top gay travel destination is? Your top five. See if you can give us your top five. Uh, we're going to go for a break. And another song travel related i yes, dare say there is another travel yeah, one we're, we're a bit themey tonight very themey tonight <laughs> you're on stand up straight on joy i've been around the world
European ally. Talk it out. Educate yourself. Stand up straight on Joy 94.9. Hi everyone, you are with Michelle Clayton and Mark and we're chatting about travel and it's a pretty massive topic. It's a very, very broad topic but we're taking a bit of a GLBTI slant naturally. Yes, I mean there's a whole show dedicated to (laughs) it on on the weekend. Escape Pod. Escape Pod with the lovely Mark and... One o'clock, two o'clock. Two two o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. Fabulous show. I can highly, highly recommend that, Uh, Mark and Joe. Before the gaming show with your lovely offsider. That's right. Mm -hmm. Critical hit. (laughs) And uh, Cravings is on prior to that. Look at us. We we know I think they call us uh, or or call me the Joy Stalker, I think. Uh, We've had a message come in. Thank you, Claudine. Claudine, you'll actually hear after eight o'clock. She's uh, part of the Spirit Lounge team. She said last year she went to Bangladesh where homosexuality is still illegal, but it was for the purpose of LGBTI education, reality on the ground can vary a lot. Mm. And that's really true. The law doesn't impact how society runs necessarily and a lot of those countries that have illegality to their homosexuality have a lot of flourishing gay scenes anyway. Does it mean, though, that it just has to be pushed more underground, more covert? Well, yeah, you would think that. I mean, I know that they're uh, like places like uh, Turkey and Egypt, they have a, a quite a, well, not Turkey, but more like Egypt, they have a, a scene, mm. but it's mainly for foreigners, I believe. Yeah. So, oh. you know, it, it's there and the law seemed to only look at the locals and mm. when the, you know, if you've got a foreign passport, you sort of get out of jail free card. Oh. Mm. We, um, just before the the song, um, we mentioned we touched on Berlin, and we but we we commented the fact that we thought it would have been a bit higher on the list, which I think it probably is now. Have either of you been? To yeah, Berlin? We both have actually. Yeah, yeah. Funnily enough, though, I went as a a tourist, so yeah. I didn't go to, and I didn't really experience um, the gay side of Berlin, which is something I actually do want to go back and do. That's That would be a motivation for me to go back to Berlin and experience the gay bars of Berlin. Is it all, I have heard that it's probably one of the most liberated and liberating places to be as a gay person. Yeah, but when I went, it was quite cold, so that's the people wear more clothes. But, <laughs> so, I'm more leather. I'm sensing a bit of theme here. Yeah. Uh, there is certainly a time of year, that, like the, the festivals, where it is very open and people mm. just wear whatever they want. I actually stayed in a gay, gay hotel in a gay area, in, and actually my T-shirt says <laughs> Wolf Berlin, which is the bear bar in Berlin. Um, I just had to buy the T-shirt. But I stayed at a hotel, a gay hotel, which I don't often do. Uh, actually, the two places place we're talking about later, or it was the other one I stayed at Go Hotel. Mm. Um, and it just, it was nice enough, but it just was a little more relaxed. It had some interesting uh, cruising areas inside mm. the hotel. My favourite part, oh. though, was the they had three door hangers. <laughs> one was Don't Disturb. The second one was make up your room, and the third one was please disturb. So, <laughs> okay, yeah. please disturb. Please disturb. Oh, which was used most often uh, for us. Uh, it was the uh, don't disturb because oh. we were there. I was there with my partner. Sure. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm very quickly. I just want to mention my favourite bar was actually probably now my favourite gay bar in the world is in, in Berlin. The world? Yeah. Ooh, that's a big call. Uh, it's Red Gold One is the name of the bar, and I don't think it counts as advertising. If it's overseas. It's overseas. But yeah, exactly. Wall to wall record singles. So the co- <gasps> walls are covered yeah, in record as in singles. Forty fives. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yep. Um, so every with every beverage, you get three song choices. Uh, oh. You write down on a piece of paper and you give it to the uh, to the barman. And 
uh, they pop it on the turntables, and I the day I went, it was really quiet, but we. The guy behind the bar explained every, everything to me in German. Don't know how. I got it. Because uh, <laughs> I speak very little German. See, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I worked it out anyway. And about half an hour, you, you don't speak German. How did you work out what we're saying? Uh, I don't know. Put it together. <laughs> so, yeah. But it was, it's a great little bar. If you do go to Germany, check it. Uh, Berlin, in fact, check yeah. it out. It's just a nice yeah. little atmosphere. Sounds They had the wall of unique. Eurovision. Sorry. The wall. <gasps> oh. The Euro of War. Euro, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So they would have had Texas, Texas, Texas Lightning there. They Ooh. had everything. Lovely. And I <laughs> did impress them with the fact, and they didn't believe me, that Johnny Logan was from Frankston. So, Johnny Which Logan, is true. Yeah. Oh, you're saying you... It's Mr. Eurovision. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell mm. Michael on you. I know. Oh, don't dob me in, please. Uh, Johnny had- Logan won Eurovision... Uh, twice, and he also wrote another two winning songs for Eurovision. Oh. And he's from Frankston. They did not believe yeah. me. I had oh. to get someone to Google on their phone <laughs> to prove it. Put Melbourne on the map. Yeah, exactly. Put Frankston on the map. So yeah, my my Eurovision knowledge impressed. So oh. exactly. Yeah. Now, Michelle, where yeah. would I'll turn the tables on you a little Ooh, bit here? Yep. Where would you consider a gay destination? I. Traditional, I, I would have the first name that comes out of the first city would be San Francisco. Yeah, and would you have thought that too? I, I would, it, it's right up there for me. I mean, for me, San Francisco is gay mecca, gay central. Mm. I mean, I have been to San Francisco a number of times, uh, love the city, absolutely adore San Francisco. Um, it's beautiful. It reminds me a little bit of Sydney, I have mm, to admit. Heard that. And the Castro is amazing. I was there for the bear, a bear event, and they raised the bear flag over Castro Street for the what very Castro- first time. Explain what Castro Street is and <gasps> the Castro, I know. Castro Street is uh, basically an area of San Francisco, and basically in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, it was a bit of a mecca for gay people because it was a bit more... uh, California had better conditions for being gay, I Mm, suppose. A bit more more accepting. accepting, um, The local... the local councils and stuff were a bit more accepting, and it became a gay mecca, and everyone used to go to San Francisco to come out. That's where Harvey Milk was. That's where Harvey yep. Milk was. Um, that's where the Tales of the City books are set. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Castro is the area, uh, the, is the street, Castro Street, mm. uh, where the, it's, it's a gay village. Do you think that those types of places in our you know, in the States, the UK, Ireland, Scotland, whatever. Do they need those areas so much now, do you, do you think? Or they were needed at a time when uh, being gay was not legal or not accepted? Well, yeah, I still think there's a, a calling for it. I mean, yeah? you, maybe not so much. Melbourne's a bit of a, a, a strange city for me because um, where I, I mean, I've lived before Sydney, for example, you've got Oxford Street, which is a gay strip. Mm. You've got King Street, uh, which is in Newtown, which is a, a gay strip. Um, even, you know, in London, you've got Soho. Mm. You've got little airy pockets where gay people gather. Mm. Mm. And um, I always think it's nice. It's like uh, Manchester, you've got Canal Street. You know, you've got these really famous areas uh, new york is christopher street so yeah. you you know 
when you travel, you go there, you're going to feel at home. You just you just touched on New York. I was um, there about two and a half years ago with my husband and I remember walking down one of the little side streets and seeing two guys in beautiful head like dinner suits looking immaculate and they just come from wherever, I don't know, but holding hands. And I just had a wave of... Um, love is not the word, that's not quite the word, but I had this feeling of... Contentment? Contentment. It's kind of, yeah, and, and this wave of, oh, you're so lucky you can do that in your city. I can't even sort of kind of summarise really what I felt, but it was just this beautiful, this feeling of um, that they, I felt that they would have felt safe and comfortable and... I don't know. I, I, I don't, can't quite explain it. And that's it. I mean, when I was, uh, you know, growing up gay in the 80s and 90s, um, you know, I lived in Sydney and I loved being on King Street mm. because King Street was home for me and I could walk up the street hand in hand with my partner, no mm. problems. I'd run into people I'd know and it was like, you know, it was a great place to be and you felt safe. Yeah, do you know? It's, it, I was out for dinner a couple of weeks ago with a family member. He's about thirty, and he's he's gay, and he had his arm around the shoulder of his of his partner. And I won't say where we were, but we we're walking down this street, and as we walked toward a crowd of younger guys, he took his arm away from him, and um, I don't know why I noticed it, and I, I, but I, I is this sort of this subliminal thing that as gay people you have in your mind that you've got to pick and choose where you can have your PDAs and all of that kind of stuff, you know? I think actually everybody should pick and choose where they have their PDAs yeah, anyway. That's true. <laughs> so true. Yeah. 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 Um, but my, my partner won't do anything in public at all. Mm. So I'm just used to it. I don't care. I'll do whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't care either. Yeah. But I've been in situ- Like I lived in Glasgow for quite a long time. And my partner, in, well, three years I lived in Glasgow. And my partner was a a primary school principal okay. refused to do anything publicly refused to go because like, of his job though only or do you well think i was think it was uh, he was older than me he was 10 years older than me i think he had a problem with being gay in public <laughs> to be honest yeah. and that's one of the reasons we broke up <laughs> um but it was like i wanted to go and march in glasgow pride and it was like and he just flatly refused mm. and in fact he didn't want me to March because then him in if anyone saw that yeah. I was there and they related it back to him, uh, yeah. yeah. Have you either of you experienced homophobia anywhere that you've been? No, no, no. Ooh, I'll, no. But I'll give you a quick funny story. Mm-hmm. The only place I've been really hassled, and it was in King Street in Newtown. And the reason I was hassled wasn't because I was gay, it's because I was walking along the street with a lesbian friend of mine and a a minibus full of lesbians (laughs) thought we were straight. (laughs) And they yelled out the window to us. It was like, you know, yeah. So we got got harassed for being straight and I was like, uh, hello. You feel my pain. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to go for a quick break and uh, come back. You're listening to Stand Up Straight with Clayton, Mark and Michelle. Joy 94.9. This is your captain speaking. I'd like to welcome you aboard this Eurovision flight. The duration will be three minutes exactly. Now sit back, relax 
and enjoy the flight. Listening to Michelle on Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. She's my mum. And uh, for anybody out there, you are listening to Stand Up Straight. You are not listening to Eurovision, no, are we? No, no. That on. was my choice of song. I admit Tell it. Tell us why. Well, because we, uh, you said it was about travel today, and one of my dream destinations, and it's not a destination as such. It's the event. The event. It's Eurovision. Mm. I desperately want to go to Eurovision one year. I'm so jealous to. of Michael who does <gasps> Eurovision because almost every... He's not going this year, by the way. I've asked him. Oh, calls um, himself a fan. I know. Oh. But, he, like, last year <laughs> he went over to Eurovision and it was like... And the year before that he was at Eurovision and I got immensely jealous because I'd love to go. I've been a big fan of Eurovision. Where is it this year? This year it's in Sweden. Sweden. Yes. How close did he get to Monza, Volov? Uh, he talked to him. He was in... He was there. (laughs) He was Uh, like, oh yeah. um, Thank you for that uh, interesting piece of music. I can't say that Mark, I would normally say that myself. No, it's good. Who was it? You were having a 
great laugh. I would have a bit of it. a chair dance, um, I do have to admit that. Is it Scooch? Is that <laughs> Scooch, I think. Scooch. Scooch. Mm. Yeah. Mm. They, they did hideously in the contest. But <laughs> Very badly. It's a, quite a fun song. Mm. Do we say it's a pretty gay sounding song? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, oh yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> We've had a message in from Brad. Thank you for taking the time to send us a message, Brad. He actually says he disagrees with the San Francisco-Sydney comparison. He found that the people and the vibe of San Francisco more in line with Melbourne than Sydney. Mm. Both San Francisco and Berlin are his favourite gay tourist cities. He lived in London, uh, prior, but it was prior to him coming out, so he doesn't really know the gay scene in London. Thank you, Brad. Love getting mm. messages. That gives us um, some food for thought as well. And we know people are listening and that true. way. Well, <laughs> I didn't want to make a sound desperate there, Clayton. Um, have you... I'm going to ask both of you the same question. Have you, what's your favourite, favourite destination? Uh, I, my favourite holiday destination, especially around gay culture, is uh, Bangkok. What? Just uh, Bangkok or Thailand in I, general? I love or? Thailand in general, mm. and I've, but I've only been to the northern parts. I haven't been mm. southern, but I, I really love Thailand as a holiday destination. I think I've been to Bangkok four times. And so. tell us why. Well, Sell it to me. It is a... It's an, I've been there as well. It's an interesting place. It is very Fascinating. interesting. Yeah. People are so beautiful and warm. They and are, and caring. it's a very relaxed place very, to be gay. Yeah. Like you don't, you can walk around most parts of the streets and you can hold hands. It mm, won't be a problem because mm, mm. it's actually culturally appropriate for yeah. two guys to hold hands. So is that one of the reasons that you like it for that? Reason? Definitely, but there's also um, I I'm quite sure enjoy quite enjoy some of the uh, bars in Hong. Oh, so Hong Kong. Uh, that's where I lived uh, <laughs> in Thailand, Bangkok, where. The gentlemen walk around in, just in their underwear. Very little. And, yeah, and sometimes less than their underwear. And sometimes they have sex on stage. Uh, so. Yes, the sta- <laughs> uh, the, I was very young and naive when I went to, uh, to Bangkok yeah. and I went to a, um, a gay bar. And it's, I was a bit shocked that it wasn't like a gay bar in Australia. Mm. It was like, yeah, you got sat down and there was a show. For mm-hmm. you directly? Well, or no, for everyone. Everyone. And uh. you could have dinner after the show if you like, but that's a different story. Uh, <laughs> if you like to, you know, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, that's, they're not, that's not so much a gay bar in Thailand. It's just like a, a go-go bar. Go-go go bar, yeah. yeah. There are actually other gay bars in Thailand which are more what you, we would consider to be. There's even gay a bear bar, bar in, in Really? Bangkok. Yeah, there's a bear bar wow. in Bangkok. I have been there. Um, and I've been to a bar. It's called Telephone, and um, I don't know if the telephones still work, but when it first opened, <laughs> there were telephones on all the tables. So if you like someone, you just call the number and just uh, oh, talk that's to them on the telephone. Cute. Yes, actually, it's quite a nice little bar. I think it's uh, a really nice idea, yeah. actually. Uh, yeah, but also shopping is very awesome. Oh, of course. Bangkok shopping is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do love it. And I do I really, really enjoy Chiang Mai. I think Chiang Mai is a beautiful place. I like Chiang Mai, yeah. too. I love Chiang Mai, yeah, too. Up, yeah. up north. I did Ta- the best cooking school ever in Chiang Mai. So did we. And for anybody that ever wants to go to a cooking course, try it in any country you can. But Thailand in particular, because you go and do your shopping for the food, then you go and cook it, then you sit down and you eat it. It's the most phenomenal experience. I've done three cooking classes in (gasps) Thailand, so because I love it. Yeah, it it is. Mm. It's an amazing place. Uh, We took the train from Bangkok up to Chiang Mai Mm -hmm. overnight. That in itself is an experience. Mark, what's your favourite place? Oh, this is a hard one. Look, I'm going to go... for an experience, I definitely want to go back to Provincetown during Bear Week. Mm. Um, but where I've actually been, I would say Chicago was one of the best places Ooh. I've been, to Boys Town. Um, it's quite uh, very friendly, I have to say. Um, probably one of the friendliest cities I've been to. Wow. Uh, really love Chicago. Uh, I'd love to go back there. Mm. Um, but, yeah, no, look... Uh, 
there's so many places. There are. It's a Paris, hub, yeah. Paris, Edinburgh. Mm, mm. You know, there's so many nice places. There's actually the a boy town in Thailand, in Bangkok, too. Oh, but that's okay. sort of boy town. <laughs> okay. It might be worth thinking about boys on stage with, in underwear again. But yeah. <laughs> so I don't have a favourite destination, but I have because I cannot choose, and I'm it's I'm, I'm the host, so I can break the rules for of me. Of course you can. But, but um, my dream destinations is to do is to follow Pride around the world, or to go to all oh. the prides. That something like that. It's that would that's a real dream. For yeah, me. yeah. And one of my other so just quickly, I've always wanted to get to Iceland. <gasps> To Reykjavik, because um, we've the lovely Jonathan Duffy's across there now as well. Living there currently? Living there currently. Um, but it was because I, I lived in Glasgow, Iceland Air used to make Glasgow its hub in Europe. And every year I was like, I'm going to go there for the Bear Week. And I never got there. So ever since then, it's been a. Been a thing. It, I know it's one of the. It's um. It was the first. It was the first country to in the world to an, elect an openly gay head of state, and all LGBT, LGBTI people in in uh, Iceland have the same rights as everyone else, regardless regardless of their sexuality, sexual orientation. Every single one hundred percent equality. There's uh, we could do a whole show on Iceland. I think we might uh, get a phone of uh, get Jonathan on the phone. Get Jonathan yeah. on the phone. So uh, we're going to say good night. We're going to say goodbye. Thank you, firstly, to the people who have taken the time to send a message in because it really is important. Um, uh, and thank you for being part of the show. Thank you very much, Clayton, for panelling. Thank you and and talking. And I am um, endeavouring to let you speak a little bit more from now on. Um, <laughs> thank you, Mark. Uh, what's coming up on the woods really quickly? Uh, really quickly, we've got a author, uh, Carmine Caputi, who's coming on. He's and we'll be talking about. He's going around Australia on a book tour. Uh, he's got a wonderful book out about enriching your life. Beautiful. So um, some other folks that are going to enrich your lives at 8 o'clock are the Spirit Lounge. Uh, They're going to be talking about Pride Shabbat, which is next Friday night. Thank you, everyone. See you next week. You've been listening to Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.